waiting for a sign? Here it is. This month, Nuez's Strategic Institute and Service Quality Institute of the U.S. are running a two-day program called Coaching for Success, designed to accelerate the growth of your career and elevate your crucial role as a coach and manager. By helping each individual employees to nurture growth, development, and achievement. The training and techniques outlined in this program will help you and your entire organization succeed in the face of any obstacle by equipping you with the state-of-the-art coaching skills to positively impact employee on a daily basis. It helps improve your daily interaction with employees, helps employees perform at a higher level, create and manage effective teams, and also provide skills necessary for working with poor performing and problem employees. Team building is a delicate process and it takes a dedicated team leader and a devoted coach to effectively bring everyone together. Don't wait any longer. Sign up at www.mortazaversi.co.tz backslash workshop. I repeat, www.mortazaversi.co.tz .co.tz backslash workshops or click on the link in my show notes and let's get started. That's www.mortazaversi.co.tz backslash workshops right now for more details. See you there. Versi beaucoup. Training on ethics is very, very important because we are humans of habits. So if you're constantly not reminded, then it is very possible to fall back to our habits. And with the working environment where you're close to your colleagues, you can have also that peer pressure. So having these reminders, like you said, you walk into an office and they have the values on their walls. We're not too sure if they mean anything to anyone. I think this is a step towards it, but we also still need to have constant reminders, performance appraisals to try to engage our employees to understand how do they feel? Are they happy? Are, mm. they, are, they, are, are their values being observed as well? You know, So that we can actually all move forward as a company, as a happy company with happy employees and increase our performance. Hi, I'm Murtaz Versi, and this is Engage Relay perform the show that helps leaders and organizations drive long-term results by fostering relationships and enhancing engagement if you're looking to seriously improve your team's performance while impacting lives and succeeding at driving long-term results then this is the show for you it doesn't matter that you already have that dream title or simply curious about how far you can challenge yourself I'll be giving you practical tips, relevant commentary, and valuable insights about how you can engage and utilize relationships with talent, community, and other stakeholders around you to achieve the best results and help them stick long-term. Get all the latest information at mutazaversi.com forward slash pod. Once again, it's M-U-R-T-A-Z-A-V-E-R-S-I dot com forward slash pod. Really quickly, I want to give you an amazing opportunity to download my very free, very useful, very much for you, ebook titled Engage, Relate, Perform, 90 Days to Conscious Leadership and Performance Culture. It is a 90-day effective guide to get you inspired for your leadership journey daily. These are practical tips you can follow every day to guarantee you give and you get the best out of the existing relationships for long-term results. As I say, it takes 90 days to create a lifestyle. That's what culture means, a way of life. So if you want to do the work, 
but still enjoy the journey and above all, look forward to it day by day. Then go to mutazaversi.com forward slash pod and download your copy of Engage, Relate, Perform. 90 days to conscious leadership and sustainable performance. If you are an ethical person stuck in a dilemma, dealing with superiors who just don't share your ethics, what do you do? We have covered extensively how leaders are responsible for forming cultures by setting examples of what to do. What do we do when we are stuck with superiors who are setting examples of what not to do? Therefore, in this episode, we are taking a different approach to understand, encourage, and advance ethical conducts from bottom upwards or with peers. Example, an employee-driven, successful, efficient organization that makes stakeholders uncomfortable with their lack of proper conduct. And here to help me discuss most interesting of the approach is Laura, a friend and founder and managing director of Outstanding Solutions Limited with experience in training corporate staff and management for five years. She is driven by the goal of enabling quality and standard excellence and is delighted to assist your organization develop skills, competencies, and knowledge. A very warm welcome to you, Laura. Thank you so much, Mutazar. Thank you for giving me this opportunity. It is a pleasure joining you today. Great. Moja kwa moja. Let's get into why bottom up. Why now? And is it necessary? Well, first of all, we have to remember Ethics are the standards or guidelines or moral principles that are put in place for employees to follow in the workplace. Now, when you're doing the recruitment, you expect certain standards, you expect certain behaviors, and you expect certain performances from your employees. And these employees are looking up to our leaders or looking up to us on what to do and what not to do. If you're not a good leader or you're not showing the good example, then of course, the employees are going to be following that and literally remodeling what you're doing. It's like in the family with your children, what you're doing, your children look at what you're doing and then they follow what you're doing. Mm -hmm. So it's the same with our employees. They look at us because we are the role models and we're supposed to be ethical. So if you're having inappropriate behavior, Mm -hmm. of course, some of the employees are likely to adopt this kind of behaviors. And this also goes to the same thing as setting unrealistic goals or setting an unattainable goals. As a leader, potentially yourself, you can't attain these goals, but you're expecting somebody else to, uh, to, to attain them. Then you're leading them to do unethical things at the end of the day. And that's where we find people going into shortcuts. And of course, at the end of the day, if you're not modeling the right behaviors, then there is, it's going to cause your employees to have lack of trust. So as a leader, we have to remember that our employees emulate what we do. So it's important to be on, on the right track with that and lead by example. Yeah, yes. I mean, that's that's very important for leaders to set the pace and set the examples for the employees. Now, if uh, if you're an employee and you believe in ethics and you see that the, your boss is not walking the talk on the per- ethical perspective, I mean, looking at the current situation of generation gap, how do you then, uh, as an employee, how do you then approach your senior to be able to discuss this uh, situation? 
What's so your it take depends on really. Mm-hmm. It depends really on the company that you work for, because as I understand, there mm. are companies that have such systems in place that allow their employees to express what they feel or think. Mm-hmm. Now, when you're going into a job for the first place, we each have our own personal values. And the reason why we'll take a job in a certain com- company is if our values matches up with the company's values and expectations. So if you find yourself that you're already in the workplace and the company culture or company values don't match with yours, then it's very important to speak up because you might find yourself going down a, a spiral or spiral downfall just because you're trying to fit in. So if you have the courage, of course, you have to go speak to whoever you're reporting to directly and explain that this was my expectations when I started this job and my personal values are this and this. And at the moment, I feel like there are certain values or certain culture in this company that don't fit with what I'm expecting. Mm. So I think it's a matter of a dialogue and discussion that you need to start with your employer so that you can see how best you can move forward. And if things can't change because there's a possibility that nobody will change, then you potentially have to move, move on with your life and find something that suits you. Now, with work availability of uh, jobs at the moment and work, is that going to be really practical when you see that situation? And I mean, you've been, you've, one has completed university, has got a job and has seen that situation. Do you think the staff will go to the manager and share his or her thought uh, in terms of this uh, unethical behaviors because there may not be another job available for that person. Yes, that's a very, very good uh, question. Mm. Indeed, if we're looking at, let's say, somebody who's just starting their career, Mm -hmm. most of the time the employees are quite eager they're eager to impress. They're eager to to do or please their managers or supervisors. So indeed, most of the time, they can be influenced by a leader. And that's why it's very important, like we started with this talk, that the leader has to set the tone. Mm -hmm. And if the leader themselves, they don't set the tone, most of the time, I feel that these employees usually don't say how they feel. They tend to adapt. Mm -hmm. You know, they say when in Rome, you act like the Romans. So you start Mm -hmm. seeing everybody else's behavior in the company, Mm -hmm. and then you start adopting what is known now like the organization culture, mm. the values that everybody believes in, the, the behaviors that you see that everybody performs. Like if, if you see somebody doing something wrong and nobody addresses it, mm. then you tend to think like maybe that's correct. So for somebody who's just starting their career and most of the time don't have the confidence to speak up because what tends to happen in our workplace, unfortunately, is that you get punished for mm. saying something that isn't right. Mm-hmm. I don't know if you have faced that kind thing that somebody saw a misconduct and somebody Mm. goes and points it out and you are fired. So we need to be very careful to allow this kind of discussions when somebody comes to you and they feel that there is something wrong that needs to be made right. Mm. We need to give them the opportunity to listen to them and address the situation immediately because otherwise that's when we start creating a habit like, okay, I saw something, I said something, nobody did anything. So Mm. I might as well just act like everybody else so that I fit in. So now, I mean, that's, that's, that's really uh, that's really what happens on the ground, practically. Yes. And, and I'm trying to help those who, who uh, the listeners who really want to move into the ethical behavior and try and bring those changes. Uh, I know it may take a little while to bring those changes of going upwards and sharing the unethical behavior. Uh, what 
do you propose would be the first maybe one or two steps that someone needs to take in order to start creating that culture like you said the culture of ethical behavior turning from unethical to ethical behavior because sometimes it may also be that the manager is also behaving in that way unconsciously and you one needs to maybe draw their attention uh, so yes. what would be one or two steps from your experience that can turn that around well i think the first thing is if we go back to the workplace mm -hmm. you came in with your set of values and when you came to the workplace you were given a set of conduct or the employee manual or standard of behaviors that were mm -hmm. given to you mm -hmm. so you really have to go read this document and understand what is expected of you and what kind of behaviors are not tolerable in the workplace. Mm -hmm. Once you understand this, and that fits also to your own values, then I think anytime you see something that is not right, point it out. I really encourage everybody to have the confidence to speak up when you see something is not right. And if yourself, if you feel like you're being caught in an ethical dilemma, I would encourage you to ask yourself these four questions. The first mm -hmm. question is ask yourself, what I'm about to do If my employer sees me or gets to hear what I've done, would they be pleased with what I'm doing? Mm -hmm. Then we move on with our customers. If my customers get to see or hear what I did, would they be pleased with that? Then you have to also look internally with yourselves, with, with your own personal values. If what I'm going to do right now, does it advance my personal career? If mm -hmm. it does, then do it, but in the right way. If it doesn't, then don't do it. And the last question you should ask yourself, what i'm about to do is it within the law of the country mm -hmm. would i get in trouble for this and if you find that the answer is that you are going to likely get in trouble for it then don't do it mm -hmm. i always encourage people that do the right thing even when no one is watching correct yes. i like that point so it's really asking whether you know whatever you're going to do is going to impact your manager or is it going to impact uh, your customers or yeah. is it going to impact or yourself in terms of yes. your guilt or is it going to impact your the law of the land uh, and yes. if the answer in any of them the answer is no there's it's not going to impact yeah. or yes there's going to be impact then you make the right decision, decision. of either exactly. not to or to yes exactly i think it's very important for you to know where you're going in your mm -hmm. life Yes. Now, linking that to values and morals, uh, the challenge I've been seeing in a lot of workplace or on individuals rather, I see, and many organizations as well, they, they love to put their values on their business plan, strategy plan, and on the walls saying these are our values, but they never walk the talk on those values. Yes. But also, if you look at individuals um, in in uh, in interviews, um, especially in this part of the world, when you ask someone, what are your values? What are your personal yes. values? They tend to get stuck in that area. Have you uh, experienced that? Is that normal of people getting stuck on their values? Do they have really their personal values uh, that they really uh, uh, fall back into in decision making? Yes, that's another very good question. Mm. Uh, again, I would go back to our culture in Tanzania. Mm -hmm. I feel like mm -hmm. most of the time, maybe we don't get the education of values in our families, perhaps, mm -hmm. that I have encountered a lot of times when you come to an interview and you are asked, what are your values? Then indeed, like you said, people get stuck 
because they don't know what to say. And even if they do know what to say, it's usually like a script, something you found on the internet or on Google, hmm. or you know the, yeah. how to answer that kind of question. But internally, the people don't know what they value. So it is a challenge for people to have to fall back in their own values when you don't know what your values are in the first place. So hmm. we need to create a stepping stone or a building block for values. Things mm -hmm. like we need to know integrity. What mm. does integrity mean? Doing the right thing, you know? Yeah. You have, we, we need to know how to be respectful. Mm. These are just basic things that can help us build our own values, have the integrity, have the respect, mm -hmm. you know, mm -hmm. have the, the ability to be honest. Mm -hmm. So these are like simple things that, you know, you can, of course, you most of the time we are born honest people, but we get trained by the world to be dishonest. Mm -hmm. We have to remember these principles that can help us to build our own values, the respect, the integrity, the um, assertiveness, the responsibility and the professionalism. Mm. Mm -hmm. Yeah, at the end of the day, whatever you're doing, whether you are a um, painter or a mechanic or a general manager, all of us are professionals because it also goes down for us not having value for ourselves. I've had right. this situation where most of the time you go and ask somebody in their job, and especially in the hospitality industry, and you ask mm -hmm. the waiter, do you like your job? Mm -hmm. And they will tell you, well, I'm just here because I failed school usually is the right answer. So they're not proud of that. And they mm -hmm. don't feel like it's a profession. Okay. And so as this is not a profession, then I am not expected to act in a certain manner because I'm just, you know, a waiter. So we have to remember to, to teach our children that everything you do, you are a professional, a professional at it. Mm -hmm. And as a professional, then you need to have the integrity, you need to have the respect, you need to manage your time well. All these things are what can build values for you. Correct. And I think one of the steps then we probably need to take and help the listeners then who are really want to move to the ethical perspective is to start working on their values, on it defining, identifying the values, defining it. That's what I found very important uh, as a first step. Uh, yes. And then maybe the step of the how to the four areas that, you know, you need to work with those values. So you can create maybe a scenario. Yes. Uh, of saying, well, you know, the four points that you put in, what if a situation like this arises? Uh, yes. And I use my value. So if it's integrity, I ask myself, uh, will this impact my, my boss or the business? Um, mm -hmm. Then when you link it with a value and the four yes. steps that you have mentioned about asking yourself, checking, yes. asking yourself about how it will impact customers, self and the country, yes. and the law, uh, I, I believe then we could probably create that base of saying, okay, yes. now we understand that is this ethical or is it unethical? Yes. Correct. Exactly. And when, yes. whatever we do, what's the impact? Waiting for a sign? Here it is. This month, Noesis Strategic Institute and Service Quality Institute of the US are running a two-day program called Coaching for Success designed to accelerate the growth of your career and elevate your crucial role as a coach and manager by helping each individual employees to nurture growth, development, and achievement. The training and techniques outlined in this program 
will help you and your entire organization succeed in the face of any obstacle by equipping you with the state-of-the-art coaching skills to positively impact employee on daily basis. It helps improve your daily interaction with employees, helps employees perform at a higher level, create and manage effective teams, and also provide skills necessary for working with poor performing and problem employees. Team building is a delicate process and it takes a dedicated team leader and a devoted coach to effectively bring everyone together. Don't wait any longer. Sign up at www.mortazaversi.co.tz backslash workshop. I repeat, www.mortazaversi.co.tz backslash workshops. Or click on the link in my show notes and let's get started. That's www.mortazaversi.co.tz backslash workshops right now for more details. See you there. Verci beaucoup. Then yes. the following step would be probably, and I don't know what's your thought, would be now to approach, approach um, your senior to yes. share your thought. How would you suggest or what would you suggest the approach to the boss? What would be one or two things that to protect my job yet create an awareness to my senior, my manager, that he understands that what is transpired is unethical Yes. without losing uh, the job or getting into trouble with your manager? I think the first step is when you see something that is unethical, mm. first of all, approach the person who is doing whatever is unethical. Mm-hmm. Talk to them. Try mm. to get to understand why are they doing this? Because in the workforce, we have a lot of issues or barriers that hinder our performances. Mm-hmm. So it could be something to do with their stress from their home, their families. You know, they could be having even problems maybe from their own supervisor. And maybe that is why they're acting unethically. So I would advise step one is to speak to the person themselves. Try to get to understand what is it that they're going through? Why are they doing what they're doing right now? Mm-hmm. Once you have this discussion with this person and you try to give them a solution of the correct way to do what they're mm-hmm. supposed to do, then give them time to adjust. Mm-hmm. If they do not do the adjustment, then I would recommend now going to report to the supervisors of your unit. Mm. and discuss with them the approach that you took. Mm. And this, I mean, of course, you have to tell the person that if you do this one more time, then I'm going to report you. And if indeed they do it, then you have to go report to your supervisor. Mm-hmm. And then you have this discussion with just the the the, the immediate supervisor plus this employee Mm -hmm. and you discuss what is going on because it could be something that could be addressed something to do with them having the force from somebody else because you can't look at it as just an individual person it could be a group of people that are actually doing this unethical thing Mm -hmm. and then from there on once it's discussed with the supervisors then if things are still not working then you can escalate to the top managers but we will go back to the first question that you asked the leaders themselves Mm -hmm. is the person who you're going to report to ethical Mm because you can find you're escalating this until to the top manager and them themselves are the cause of this unethical issue correct so you have to be quite sensitive of how you address to this particular person as well absolutely and i think that's the valid point is to say if the manager is unethical or is actually 
encouraging that unethical behavior and, and, and then, you know, taking uh, that decision of saying, how do you move forward? Because it yes. is critical, especially if you have just joined the work, or you've just started working and, you know, this is your first job, then that could be a challenge of how you manage that. But again, yes. a valid point that you br- bring forward is as much as I understand the ethical behavior of someone else uh, or someone who is doing an unethical behavior is yes. to approach that person and actually understand their perspective of why they're doing it. Yes. Or if, if at all, do they see the unethical exactly. behavior from their perspective? Yes. And why do you think it's unethical from your perspective? I think yes. in that we might be able to unfold or unpack uh, exactly. issues that may not need to go to your superior. Yes, exactly. Right? Yes, I totally agree with this one. And also I feel like the people who are in the human resource department, they are the people who have the most access to the employees. I mean, if you leave the other employees, of Correct. course, the HR, they need to be very proactive to really understand what's going on with their employees. Are they are they motivated? Are they engaged? Because mm-hmm. sometimes people are, are unethical because they're not engaged. They don't feel like they're part of the company. They feel like an outsider. So why should it matter what they do? Mm-hmm. So we need to be able to engage our employees and motivate them and inspire them and always constantly try to remind them of the behaviors that are expected in the workplace. So training on ethics is very, very important because we are humans of habits. So if you're constantly not reminded, then it is very possible to fall back to our habits. And with the working environment where you're close to your colleagues, you can have also that peer pressure. So having these reminders, like you said, you walk into an office and they have the values on their walls. We're not too sure if they mean anything to anyone. I think this is a step towards it, but we also still need to have constant reminders, performance appraisals to try to engage our employees to understand how do they feel? Are they happy? Are they, are they, are are their values being observed as well, you know, so that we can actually all move forward as a company, as a happy company with happy employees and increase our performance. Brilliant. I think that's a very valid point. And maybe sometimes we should probably do a survey of staff members who um, appraise their managers in terms of ethics in a manner just like a survey, a survey uh, approach so that people are not really known whether uh, who responded to those questionnaire. And maybe that could open up the um, situation of talking about unethical behaviors in organization from down upwards. Uh, And that could really solve or can open up or create awareness of uh, this situation of unethical behavior. Yes, I think, yeah, we need to definitely create that trust. I think trust is one thing that is actually missing because Mm -hmm. if I come to you and report unethical behavior and you fire me for reporting, then you just broke trust with everybody else. Correct. So if anybody else sees unethical behavior, they'll be questioning themselves, oh, do I like, do I want to keep my job or not? If I want to keep my job, then I better keep my mouth shut. Exactly. So it's the choice between unethical and or and being uh, fired. Yes. Correct. So one has to make that choice. And sometimes those choices are very difficult to make because of the they current situation. Indeed. And uh, but brilliant. Uh, that was uh, interesting. And look, 
What is your thought about the current morals of uh, people, not only in, in Tanzania, but globally? I, I see there's a decline in morals, human morals. Uh, what is your thought about that? Well, again, like I said, I think sometimes the decline in moral comes because of stress. Mm-hmm. What's been going on in the world globally has stressed Correct. a lot of people. And because of this stress and because of the pressure and even financial pressure, family pressure, it can lead to people being unethical. And mm-hmm. that is why it's important for us to go back again and ask the particular individual, how are mm. they feeling? What's going on in their lives? Mm. So you would find like globally, I assume, like in Tanzania, there is a lot of company time theft, like a simple example. Example, company time theft, meaning mm-hmm. that I am not only working for my company, but I'm having a side hustle or a side gig to compensate for my yeah. situation with my fam- family. So mm. of course, this is not ethical, but then I have no choice because of my current situation. Mm. So you find people that they would lie at the offices saying, oh, I am sick. I cannot come in today. But in fact, they're probably gone for another interview to another company. Or in fact, they're probably chasing for their other hustle. So all this stress and the global global current environment is indeed sometimes leading to an ethical behavior. Mm. Yeah, yes. indeed, indeed. And like today's newspaper talks pretty well. Um, they say uh, check moral decay, clerics told. Yeah. And I think uh, the clerics were being asked to play a part on um, on the morals of um, of their people. Yes. So yes, there could be a lot of uh, reasons around it. And and again, sometimes, you know, someone is trying to just leave. And yes. when they are unable to understand and engage with the organization and are not happy with the, with the organization they work or they don't see yes. growth, then they look for yes. a side opportunity Yes, exactly. And not really side opportunity to be unethical, but side opportunity just to be able to survive and move forward. Yes, exactly. Uh, So, you know, we have to draw that line of where is it now ethical or unethical and how do we approach it to be able to allow such a situation to happen or not to happen? And what will the barriers or the standards of allowing someone to do something on the side just to move on with life? Yeah, I think as companies, we also have to really encourage the companies that do it to recognize their staff for good performance. That's a that's a good start to try and create people to be more ethical. So if you're doing something right, then of course you should be recognized, you should be rewarded, you should be given some kind of financial incentives so that you may continue to reach your goals and at the same time be ethical. So I think we should definitely reward good performance and not really go be too quick to punish bad behavior. I think bad behavior, we need to understand the root cause because mm-hmm. when you just fire the person, it doesn't really solve the, the problem for them, for themselves or the company really, because you need have to have to go through the whole recruitment process again. Yeah. But we need to really go back and understand the re- root cause of why somebody's acting the way they are. So for bad behaviors, I would say, you know, try to, to coach them, try to understand, try to instill these values in them. And yeah. like you said, maybe they don't know that what they're doing is unethical. Correct. So let's yeah, let's just be we'll take a more gentler approach in addressing this unethical behaviors and be more proactive in recognizing good behavior and good performance, which will keep the employees motivated and engaged. Brilliant. That was an interesting uh, talk with uh, uh, with Laura. And to summarize that whole thing is, you know, when you're in uh, in a situation, ask yourself, whatever I'm going to do, is it going to impact the business, my boss? Is it going to impact our customers? Uh, is it going to impact myself? 
or is it going to create a legal turf with the country and the government uh, that I am uh, living in? Uh, and if the answer is no, then avoid it. But again, the second thing is when you see an ethical situation is try and address it with a person who is going through that because you don't know what that person is going through. And maybe that person is not aware. So you create awareness. But again, if it's your manager who is unethical, then look at different approaches to get to him and create a situation whereby you can have a conversation with him and so link it with your values and purpose of life but again understanding your values just don't copy your values develop your values so that it means something to you and use that as your internal operating system ios for your work and for your life so that you can live ethically have fun yes. and enjoy what you do. Asante sana, Laura. That was brilliant discussions. Thank you. But before Thank we close, you so much. before we close, I, we have three rituals. And let me start with the first one. Now, we always ask uh, our uh, guests to give us a question for the next guest. So we have a question from our previous guest, and okay. that was Ravin Lama, who okay. spoke about. Uh, laugh and he is a laugh ambassador and he asked the question how much time are you willing to invest in laughing that's a very good question mm -hmm. i think yes uh, laughter is the best medicine like they say mm -hmm. and i think we do indeed need to invest a lot of our time in laughter every day in the morning when you wake up i think first of all you have to wake up with a positive attitude Correct. look at yourself in the mirror affirm to yourself that it's going to be a good day and one thing that i actually read you know when somebody asks you how are you we should always have this positive powerful reply like i am fantastic mm. and when you're when situations that are not going according to you way then try to not take it too negatively inside this try and see the positive side of it try to laugh at yourself sometimes when you make mistakes mm. try to you know meet your employees and have a chat about how it's going read about uh, on the newspaper find a, a funny article and talk about it because i think that really creates a lighter atmosphere in the workplace if you laugh even in your own household in your own family mm -hmm. laughter indeed makes everything much more lighter everything much more brighter so I would say as much as you can try to invest in laughter. I like that. I like the way you put it. You answer this question because it's not an easy question as well. Yes. Uh, so, yeah, look at as many opportunities as you have and keep laughing. And sometimes it could be a fake laugh, but laugh because that yes, laugh. Reduces, I mean, yeah. Uh, yeah, just reduces your stress level uh, exactly, and you can perform exactly. better. <laughs> okay, good. Yes. Let's go to our second ritual. Our second ritual is uh, what question would you like to pose to our next guest? I would like to ask, I am a small business owner and I am very keen in trying to expand and scale up the business. So my question is, what are the key strategies that you need to have in place before you go up in scaling? Okay, so it's about scaling. It's about the strategies that you need to scale. Yes, I'm sure yes. the next guest will have something for you on that, uh, that answer. And finally, we have you have uh, five seconds to share anything with our listeners um, on, on the platform, the global listeners. So do share whatever you want to tell them. You have five seconds to tell them. Please go ahead. Fantastic. I would like to tell everyone that please let us do the right thing even when no one is watching. You are the leader and you set an example for 
yourself as well, as well as everybody who's around you. So do the right thing. Brilliant. Until next time, this was Laura Minde and I'm Mutaza Versi. Follow us for the Engage, Relate, Perform next week. Until next week, Versi beaucoup. You've been listening to Engage, Relate, Perform, hosted by me, Mutaza Versi. Make sure you've subscribed to this show so you don't miss a single episode. And be sure to visit mutazaversi.com forward slash forward to download all the resources, show notes, and all the freebies mentioned in this episode, including your copy of my highly effective ebook, Engage, Relate, Perform, 90 Days to Conscious Leadership and Performance Culture, plus extras just for subscribe. Once again, Go to mutazaversi.com forward slash pod and get everything you need. And we'll be back next week for more Engage, Relate, Perform.